From Los Angeles, California, it's Felice Navipod with special guest Sean O'Connor. And now, here's Tony Thaxton. Christmas only comes around once a year. Hello, ho, ho, and welcome to Felice Navipod. My name is Tony Thaxton, and with me as always is Rigby. There we go. Uh, You guys are here on a very special episode of our Christmas podcast because it's our Easter special. So we got one thing we got to do, and you know what that is. Ooh, probably not my strongest work to uh, start the show off, start the Easter special off. I just hope that uh, Godcast wasn't listening. I'm always listening. Ooh. I'm always listening, Tony. All right, we'll just uh, try and keep it down for the rest of the Easter special, because we are off to a real dumb start. Uh, but we got a lot of stuff planned. Lots of stuff going on in the news lately. Easter is this Sunday. Uh, you know, we got, uh, probably a special guest coming by. And, uh, but before I do any of that, I figured, what better way to spend this Easter special than discussing at length the movie Hop. I mean, let's just start from the beginning. So Hop is a hilarious movie about E.B., the Easter Bunny's son, and he heads to Hollywood and... Oh, stop barking! No, not for the Easter special. Not now. Let me get the door. Sean O'Connor! Hello! Oh, hey! Hey, how you doing, man? Good, I heard Christmas music. You heard that from outside? From outside. I I was was trying to keep the uh, volume down, but... uh, I I, I could hear all Christmas music. Yeah, I keep the Christmas music quiet, but I was about to launch into the Easter music, which we all know and love. Oh, it's some of my favorite songs ever. <laughs> what's what if you had to name what's your favorite Easter song? Oh, absolutely. I think it would have to be uh Oh my god, what is it? <laughs> no, no, I had it. It was uh I like the one where he's the king of kings. Oh, that is a good yeah, one. Yeah, oh. It's, yeah, I love religious music. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> from the stuff from the 4th century all the way to Reliant K. <laughs> Oh, don't forget that MXPX in the middle somewhere. Oh, which, by the way, I found out meant magnified plan. Yeah, totally. That's what that means. <laughs> that's one of those things that not many people know. You're I'm not supposed you to. <laughs> You're, if that could ruin them. 
I don't understand. Like, I get the MX, I guess. Like, I can see why that means magnified, but I don't understand the uh, PX meaning plaid. Yeah, MXP would just be, it would sound <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. They're good guys. I know those guys. So if you're listening, hey, love you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love you so much, MXPX. You're on the covers albums. I don't know if I know that one. They did covers, but then uh, slowly going the way of the Buffalo, super important to me. Got yeah? it? Yeah, I got it in Columbia House. Ooh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, you're welcome for that penny. What was the other one? There were Columbia House and was it BMG? BMG. Yeah. I think I had BMG. I don't oh. think I ever had Columbia. You you went higher end. I think I went both like yeah. because you get the, the 10 CDs for a penny. Yeah. And then when you, after you're done, they will send you a new one, and that costs like $20. Yeah. And then if you open it, you owe them $20. Uh-huh. Yeah, you had to make sure to be ahead of the game and cancel. That was how they got you. Exactly. My parents were like, do not open that. And I'm like, what are they going to do? I'm 11. They don't have a credit card or anything. They just keep sending free CDs. <laughs> that seemed like such an amazing deal at the time. And now, look at us 20 years later. All the music in the world is free. <laughs> All of it is free. For a penny, they give you garbage. <laughs> <laughs> then literally, because yeah. you could probably get the garbage CD. Yeah. From... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I. I. Uh, I remember like always being like scared of it for some reason. Like thinking like, even even like as a middle schooler, like thinking like. Oh, this has got to be a scam somehow. Like, oh, yeah. And you, you would think it would go straight to the top. Like the president is involved in this Columbia House game. Right. Everyone. That's how America made most of its money. Do you remember what you got the on your first selection? Oh, I basically they must have thought i was 10 people because i <laughs> you were all over the place i was all over the place i i definitely got slowly going the way of the buffalo uh there was probably a queen cd in there yeah um uh hip-hop but like beastie boys licensed the ill because that's what i wanted at the time uh-huh. this is like 1997 Okay. And, oh, uh, yeah. So you yeah. You're you're a little. Yeah. You are younger. Than, uh, I think I I saw yeah, through your Twitter. He's, yeah. I'm 28. I okay, make sure yeah. everyone got, knows it. I'm <laughs> never right. getting older. I've <laughs> seen that on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've got several years on you. So yeah, we're we got a little bit of a gap there. Oh but, yeah. Uh, well yeah. How old are you? I'm 35. You're 35. Yeah. I would have guessed 29. I that's, appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a compliment. <laughs> yeah, 35 is a real weird-sounding age. But it's a Christmas miracle that you look so good. <laughs> After years of being on the road and not doing drugs. Yeah, I, I think I think it helped that you did not do drugs on the road. <laughs> yeah, the, the years on the road were, you know, they're, they're taxing uh, – just for like mentally, but like I, I, you know, we were never like I was. It, I was never like the party guy. Like I, I like to drink, but that's where it ended. Did yeah. you guys have any party guys in your band? Not really. Like some more than others. Like maybe there was like a guy. I'll I'll leave him nameless. Yeah. That uh, that uh, you know, got into some of that more, but never anything crazy. Although actually. That's not even totally true because there there is a guy that's are well noted for admitting that he 
had some problems and has since taken care of them well, thankfully but th- that's uh, great and yeah by the way being on the road i've never been on the road to the uh, the extent that you have but there are temptations mm-hmm. and like well the temptations are also on the road they are on the road <laughs> more days out of the year than you would think a bunch of 75 year olds would be on the road <laughs> This does actually feel like a Christmas special. Like, <laughs> just the worst jokes of all time. They're, but they're also great. Like my, I like I, we were talking uh, earlier, like before I knocked at your door. Yeah, no, you. Yeah, yeah. We, we were talking on the phone. Before yeah, we're you on, on the phone. But like my favorite thing ever in a Christmas special is. David Bowie and Bing Crosby. Mm-hmm. And, like, one, Bing Crosby is, like, uh, was apparently, like, a nightmare individual. And, like, you're supposed to suspend disbelief that he knocks on David Bowie's door <laughs> to welcome him to the neighborhood on Christmas Day. <laughs> that David, You're supposed to believe David Bowie invited Bing Crosby to just sing? I don't know that I remember that backstory of that. I, mean, I obviously know the performance, but I didn't remember the the the, the conversation beforehand. Oh, it's so great because Big Crosby is holding in every homophobic thing he's thinking, <laughs> <laughs> and David Bowie is just like <clears throat> trying so hard to be like a normal human being because mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, I'm about to break in America. This is gonna be good." And then he, he like Big Crosby's like, "Well, I always say hello to my neighbors," and then <laughs> David Bowie's like. Uh-huh. Big fan, big. <laughs> I would say, you know, all those people that move into their new house on Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah, he moved into a castle. It was a castle. <laughs> They're in a castle. <laughs> so Big Crosby, his neighborhood is other castles. <laughs> he lived in Castlevania. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that yeah! I need to rewatch that. I guess it's been a while. It's it's great. It's high <laughs> point for Christmas specials, <laughs> for sure. Um, well, I uh, I feel like you know I I I uh, I wanted to have you uh, come by, so it's a huge coincidence that you just showed up. Oh, I, well, there was so much parking outside. I was <laughs> garbage night joke. <laughs> Um, but, uh, no, I, I have, I have, uh, you know, ever, even before we, you know, we've since kind of gotten to know each other a little bit, yeah. and, uh, but I was, I was a fan of yours already. And, uh, and then through, uh, you know, through mutual friends we have, we've kind of, you know, gotten friendly and then, uh, through your, again, back to your Twitter, That's... I've, I've noticed that, uh, you and I share a, a, well, I think you still have this love. My love is not still there, although it is for this era. And uh, it's very topical right now. I think we need to discuss something. And uh, let me give you the musical cue of what we need to discuss. Okay, perfect. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Uh, So you are no longer... I, uh, I, I, I do not currently still watch wrestling but uh i was huge in again i have i have years some years on you so uh the you know late 
late mid late eighties into early nineties wrestling was a, a huge thing for me. I mean, it is something that I grew up on. Uh huh. And I, I I will say I got out of wrestling for a good ten years. I, I kind of had a, a similar thing with football, but but continue. Well, I, I noticed that I, I started drinking at 14. That's oh, when wow. I stopped watching wrestling. And I stopped drinking at 24, and then I started watching wrestling after. <laughs> Just in case you were wondering if drinking's cool, it completely is. <laughs> it's the coolest thing in the entire world. It keeps professionally wrestling away from you. But I got like super into it. But like the early '90s is what I got into originally, and that's now what I watch the majority of. So all. like who? So early '90s when you start, who, like who were like the guys then? Uh, for me, my favorite. I, I loved Hulk Hogan when I was growing up. Okay, I, I I've loved, heard of him. Yeah, yeah, he's he was he's pretty big. I loved uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, mm-hmm. uh, Razor Ramon, Tatanka. <laughs> Tatanka. Uh, I love Razor Ramon and Tatanka because I went to WrestleMania ten. I went to the fan access thing, and I got a picture with Razor Ramon and Tatanka. And so I was like, oh, well, they're, they're my favorites. <laughs> Brett the Hitman Hart was big for me. And yeah, he was big for me, too. Yeah, some of those were big. Uh, I think, like, Razor Ramon sh- excuse me, Razor Ramon showed up, like, kind of, like, as I was starting to kind of fizzle out a little bit. And uh, even, like, Hulk Hogan was huge during my era, but I was, uh, I was more of an Ultimate Warrior guy. See and uh, and uh and even as a kid watching it back then I knew even I knew it was fake even as a kid uh, but then with at WrestleMania 6 when Ultimate Warrior fought Hogan I you know was like oh you know I love Ultimate Warrior but like they're not going to let him win this match and then when he did I lost my mind it, it I mean that's what is so great about professional <laughs> wrestling is that you Everyone, everyone in the building, with the exception of like three and four year olds, knows it's fake, and then it still surprises them. Mm-hmm. Like this past WrestleMania, which is the best WrestleMania of all time, the, uh, the one that just happened, the one that just happened. Like it was. I know a few things about it, but I, I don't know a lot. Well, I just know that the Undertaker lost. The Undertaker was, lost, and he yeah. was undefeated at yeah. WrestleMania. It was like twenty three and zero. Is that what it was? Twenty one and zero. Twenty one. Okay, but. Like wrestling, like if you're like a a legend like The Undertaker and you're going to wrestle your last match, it's usually like someone's like, Well, I challenge you and if I win, you retire. <laughs> yeah. Because that was like a Ric Flair did that, yeah, right? Yeah, Ric Flair did that. Like it's it's always happened. And then it was always known that as soon as the Undertaker loses at WrestleMania, he's done. Yeah. And he lost. And but it, it was not announced. Like, he wasn't saying this is going to be it. No. And, like, the entire, like, run-up to it, like, Undertaker was just destroying Brock Lesnar every week. And then, like, so basically everyone was just like, well, there's no way Brock Lesnar is going to win. Like, I wonder who he's going to wrestle next year. I want it to be someone young. And then he gets that push because he beat The Undertaker. And Brock Lesnar just beat him. And everyone in the audience, I saw a few pictures. Devastated. (laughs) They all look like they just watched their dad get beat up. (laughs) It's incredible, and that's why I like wrestling. It's just you think you know what's going to happen, and then like your dad could get beat it up. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I've weirdly like. 
you know, like I said, I haven't really watched it in a while, but I, I did, even after I stopped watching it, I still kind of knew a lot about what was going on because my dad continued to watch it. So <laughs> I would like see it a lot when I was around him. Cause I think, you know, like that, that went on to like the era of like NWO and all that stuff oh, happening. Yeah. And like, I was seeing all that through him. Uh, so I, 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 even when I wasn't watching it, I was still kind of like pretty knowledgeable on it. And, uh, and then like lately I feel like I haven't watched it in years, but I have started to just like through people I know, like just hearing stuff about what's been going on. And then like the big thing I've been seeing is that the, uh, big rumor lately is that Sting is going to show up in the WWE. Yeah, now. he's apparently like he was. He's always been the lone holdout. Yeah, of the WCW, and yeah, I think he signed a contract to go to the WWE. Yeah, because I think a lot of people thought he was going to show up at WrestleMania. Uh-huh. Right? They, well, everyone thought. So this is why I kind of. I think this is really funny. So Sting has never wanted to come to the WWE because he was afraid that uh, the McMahons would like ruin his legacy. Yeah, well, isn't he, like, a born-again Christian, he, too? He's a born-again Christian, yeah. and then on top of that, like, him being the only guy, like, everyone who came over from WCW uh-huh. kind of just were made to look like fools compared to the WWF wrestlers. Yeah. It was, like, almost like adding insult to injury. So Sting's the last guy, and so Sting signed a contract, and, like, forever it's been said that he was going to wrestle Undertaker. And it would be yeah, like yeah, that was match. what I was seeing. And then Undertaker just loses and <laughs> retires. And now Sting's stuck with this contract. <laughs> so they're going to fuck him somehow. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think I, the things I, were reading, uh, I was reading said something about they think that part of the – like they almost think he's going to come in, wrestle – one match and then be able to go into the hall of fame yeah it's that's what's gonna happen yeah yeah uh what got me into wrestling again was there's a wrestler cm punk Uh uh-huh who's the greatest i love him and now he's 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 gone right? he walked out yeah like and everyone was like oh it's probably just like a part of the part of the show yeah Yeah, it wasn't really yeah he's now just going by phil brooks Oh yeah, because he was like on Talking Dead or something. If you they had to call him his real name, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's like it's kind of a bummer because he got me back into it because he was like he and now it's like full. He started this era called the reality era, where there's like everything's blurred, uh-huh. like uh, Triple H, who's now like playing the Vince McMahon from the late '90s role. Yeah, is like saying like how he can hold down whoever he wants because he owns the company and he's like. He was in a feud with this guy, Daniel Bryan, who's awesome. And he'd be like, you're just a B-plus guy. Like, you're somebody we put out there, the fans cheer for, but you don't matter. Like, you're too small to be champion. Like, we, our champions have to be in movies and go on Jimmy Fallon. Like, you're too small. And then, like, CM Punk started all that, where he, like, blurred the lines between backstage yeah. and out there. And now he's gone. He was the It's Gary Shandling show. Of he, he was. He was. It was so great. He, like, broke down the fourth wall, and now Daniel Bryan's doing everything CM Punk should have been doing. Uh-huh. And, and doesn't he just, like, I, I feel like I've seen, I saw a picture of him recently, because I hadn't even heard of him until a few weeks ago. He just looks like a guy, right? He looks like, like a guy. He's, like, 5'9", like, 190 yeah. pounds. He has a beard. Oh, he's shaggy hair. Wow. He's like yeah. my size. Yeah. It's like literally my size. And yeah, and he has a great catchphrase, which is just yes. He just points <laughs> up in the air and says yes. It's it's awesome. And like when he, he won the championship at WrestleMania and it was 
amazing. Like it was like <laughs> it was like a feel good moment. That whole WrestleMania weekend was a big weekend for me because Jake the Snake went into the Hall of Fame and he. Uh, oh, did he go to? I don't know that I knew that. His speech is the end of a movie. It's <laughs> it's like all the things I've learned in the last thirty years, and yeah, he just yeah. says it all. And like he's the only person who didn't use no cards. Oh like, really? He's, yeah, because he's doing way better now, right? Yeah, he's because I know uh, for people not that not in the know, <laughs> he had some serious. If you've never seen the documentary Beyond on the, the Mat, mat oh, you have my, to watch it. You Even have if you're to. not a wrestling fan. <laughs> it is the darkest. Yeah. Like the movie The Wrestler is about Jake the Snake. Yeah, ba- yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's... they like stole the story from <laughs> Beyond the Mat, and yeah, his uh, his speech. Like he talked about how every day he would pray to God to take him away from this earth, Ugh. and then like he was like, but he didn't. Now I'm standing here in front of you guys. <laughs> He's like, I want to thank my kids for giving me a second chance in the WWE. Wasn't like Diamond same. Dallas Page a big part of that? Too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he's <laughs> DDP like, yoga, yoga saved his life. Which is <laughs> <laughs> so strange. But you know what? Hey, good for them, I guess. Yeah, you it know? saved his life and Scott Hall's life. They were oh, both. Yeah the, yeah, the Scott Hall thing is bananas, also. And then the Ultimate Warrior did his speech and died three days later. Yeah, that's that's the craziest thing about all this. Because uh, he was like on pretty They'd been on pretty bad terms, from what I understand, for a long time. Yeah, it's and then like they kind of reconcile. Yeah, it's really crazy. Because what it was Saturday night that he got inducted to the Hall of Fame. Saturday, and then I think Monday night he was on Raw, Raw which was and Tuesday. He died. Yeah, he died Tuesday. He like he landed at the airport, and they were like, he lives in like the desert, so they stayed at a hotel. I th- I th- in parts, parts unknown, parts unknown, yeah. Arizona, <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> But on Monday Night Raw, he did, like, a speech where he was like, uh, one day I'm gonna, every man takes his last breath yeah. out of his lungs. Yeah, people were, like, claiming, like, he did his own eulogy. Yeah, it was crazy. Which, yeah. It was the craziest thing that's ever happened to wrestling. <laughs> and, like, I watched one of my favorite wrestlers fall to his death. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's crazy. No, he was, uh, it's weird, because he was, like, by far my favorite as a kid. But... Like it's been the thing, you know. Obviously, it's you know sad when someone dies, and you don't want it. That's it. You don't want to hear that of anyone. But there are a lot of stories that he was not a great guy. He he, <laughs> ha- he has a bad reputation yeah. for uh, like all of his political beliefs. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's like apparently known to kind of been like racist, even racist, and... homophobic. Yeah. However, I think the silliest thing about the Ultimate Warrior, besides all that racist and homophobic <laughs> things he said, the silliest thing is there's been two times in wrestling where they gave him creative control. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like in his WCW days, yeah, right? Yeah. And every time he gets creative control, he, like, beats people with potions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then he, like, there was, like, a potion where, like, Hulk Hogan saw him in a mirror, in a but he mirror. was the only one that could see him. Yeah, yeah. Every, he was like, he's right there. And then everyone was like, what are you talking about, Hulk? <laughs> and that was like such uh, – again, that was kind of in that era that I wasn't really watching, but I remember my dad watched, and then I was so into him as a kid that like I kind of got a little bit intrigued. I was like, oh, it's cool he's back because yeah. he had been missing for years. Yeah, there was the and, rumor uh, he died. 
Right. That, yeah. that which was I feel like I remember that from even like his early days. Like that was a thing that went on for that. So when the news came out that he really did die, I was like, oh, they're just starting this up again. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah. Then like like my friend text messaged me. <laughs> yeah, no, like, same for me. Ultimate Warrior died. I'm like, <laughs> what? It was, yeah. it was fine yesterday. Yeah, literally yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Like, if it had happened in between, like, I hadn't seen The Ultimate Warrior in 18 years. Yeah, exactly. Until I, although I did have ep- issue one of his comic book, Warrior. That is you perfect segue, because that's, <laughs> you know, aside from being topical, that's why one of the reasons I wanted to bring him up, because I didn't know about this until about a week ago. That he had the comic book, and it was only about five issues, apparently. Yeah. They... And the final one, bringing it all together, was a Christmas issue. No! Yeah. And it's... I all I, Anyone listening, if you... I, I rarely ask for things. I never ask for things. If you want to buy this for me and send it to me, I don't want to spend the money on it. Not that it's even going to – it's probably $3. I don't want to buy it. But if you want to send one to me, I would love to have it. Uh, but it's – I think it's the fifth and final issue. And, and all reviews say it just – it doesn't make any sense at all. Oh, he's – a he was a crazy person. Yeah. Like his – I mean, like his blogs, the 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 homophobic one that everyone's been quoting uh-huh. is about Heath Ledger and how like he deserved to die because he was in Brokeback Mountain. Ooh, which is I don't like, know that I saw that. Yeah, it, it was it's insane. But then as he's talking about Brokeback Mountain, he's just like, and this is the problem with these movies, all movies, and he's like going into how like all movies are gay. Yeah, I, I I knew there was some sort of like homophobic thing that he had said in the, in a big because he was doing like motivational speeches or something, right? Oh yeah, he was doing motivational. That's where he got in trouble for the racist thing. Because okay. he thinks Martin Luther King should not have a day, and that George Washington should have that day. <laughs> this guy, you don't even you you were alive for Martin Luther King. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the. So the yeah the the this Ultimate Warrior Christmas I think the comic book was just called Warrior because Warrior for anyone that doesn't know he eventually legally changed his name to Warrior. Oh, it was uh, on the Hall of Fame. You they introduced like they gave title cards to his daughters like uh-huh. Helen and Alina or something like that, but their names were Helen and Alina Warrior. <laughs> like you idiot. <laughs> Yeah, James Helwig. Yeah. A pretty awesome name. It's though. a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> he could have been in a metal band. <laughs> for sure. Like, with that name and the look. Like, yeah. For sure. He was made for the 80s, by the way. Oh, like, yeah, definitely. No one in the 90s. Once Nirvana came around, you couldn't look like Ultimate Warrior anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nirvana <laughs> killed the Ultimate Warrior. That's what we'll learn from this episode. <laughs> Uh, but no, the all the things I w- was finding online about this Christmas issue is like everybody. It, apparently, it's like kind of notorious. Like people say, it's like one of like the worst comic books ever made. Really, what <laughs> happens in it? Well, this this brief description I found says, years ago, WWF wrestler, the Ultimate Warrior. 
All right, we're up and running again. Uh, okay, so the Ultimate Warrior comic book, the Christmas issue. Yeah, it's uh, issue five. Issue the five. last issue. Fifth and final. Uh, the description says: Years ago, WWF wrestler The Ultimate Warrior came out with a comic book that no one could make sense of. But in one of these issues, for whatever reason, Warrior beats up Santa, <laughs> takes his clothes, and uh, then the spirit – sorry. So in the spirit of the season, here is – oh, sorry. This is then uh, – then it's just followed by a bunch of the uh, images, which I'll I'll try and post these uh, images on uh, Twitter and Facebook at Felice Navipod. Felice Navipod on Facebook. Uh it's just weird because apparently that's the thing. Most of the issue, there's not a whole lot of dialogue. It's just images. Yeah, he was a that... one for talking. <laughs> uh, so, and uh, I'll show this to you because you can actually see it. But you can see, there's even one of him choking the Grinch for some reason. And uh, no, no copyright infringement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's what one of the other things I found online was. Uh, this is the weirdest one where there's a knocked out pretty basically naked except for underwear santa on the ground what's weird though is that santa has like a tan <laughs> like he's you know he's like chubby like santa but he's golden brown <laughs> like like the ultimate warrior tricked him by personal trading him <laughs> what i can't figure out though is that ultimate warrior in this photo is putting on santa's pants but like, what's happening right here? His there's there's a uh, weird his crotch to abs region. There's he, something weird happening. He has the D'Angelo body. <laughs> <laughs> but then, where his penis should be <laughs> is just more abs. But there, there's there's weird like triangles like pointing towards his ab you see what i'm yeah, talking about all right so there's it's great for the listeners yeah but we'll post these yeah the... you i mean you have these have to be seen to believe yeah but he has a six pack and the six pack ends and where that ends there's like a w which i assume <laughs> means warrior it's like a birthmark like he had no choice oh, good call there yeah i didn't even think of that and then there's it's the most by the way there are actual superheroes with less muscles <laughs> like superman does not have these this much muscle <laughs> yeah it, it's it's very weird and again with all the reviews that i found again i haven't i haven't looked at or seen the entire issue but everyone seems that they can't make sense out of what's happening so people seem to think that by the looks of this picture there are multiple things i've found online that people think that Basically, he raped Santa. <laughs> well, that I mean, that's uh, uh, Hulk Hogan's wife. <laughs> kind of said that ultimate, when Hulk Hogan and uh, his wife were getting a divorce. For some reason, she outed the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> really? And like they were ever like, like it was in an interview, and they were like, "So did him and your husband have sex?" And she's like, oh, no. Just everyone thinks the Ultimate Warriors. Like, she has an axe to grind with Hulk Hogan. It was just like, yeah, the Ultimate Warriors can't. 
I did not hear that. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, it might be. I mean, he was he was very muscular. Did Hulk put on his Bubba shirt for that? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Is that the, the Bubba? Have you, have you seen the uh, the, the, the sex tape? Yeah, yeah, I. Yeah. That that was awful. That is the worst. That is worse than any of like the hentai Simpsons porn. <laughs> that was really watching your childhood come to an end. The best part is. Literally, while it's happening, <laughs> he's saying, oh, I feel like a pig. I can't believe I ate all that food. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have, like, a human brain. <laughs> and then, at one point, his phone rings, and it's his son, and he answers it. <laughs> yeah, there's caller ID on all of these phones. Oh, no, he literally sees it and says, oh, it's Nick. And then he grabs it and picks it up while doing things with Ugh. this lady. Oof! Oh, that was a, that's upsetting. Yeah, I've only i I brought myself to watch. Oh, I just I only watched the highlights. Yeah, I think I've watched a total of twenty seconds. I was like, nope, nope. Just I shut it down. I couldn't look away. It was one of those like, well, this exists. I have to look into this. And yeah, there's there's a the the great thing about wrestling is. Uh, if you like someone as a child, you can find something they did in the years you stopped watching wrestling <laughs> that will completely ruin your childhood. Yeah. Like, Beyond the Mat is perfect for that with yeah. Jake the Snake. Uh, China is a porn star now. Yeah. Oh, she, like, that's actually, like, I knew there was a <laughs> tape, but I didn't know that. Vivid Contract. I didn't know that. It's crazy. It's <laughs> I'm going to say it's the worst thing that's ever happened to Lo the city of Los Angeles. <laughs> Northridge earthquake, not as bad. <laughs> yeah, I was unaware. No, it's uh yeah, and it's crazy how many of those guys are just dead now. Like everyone, like I, I used to collect the Hasbro action figures when I was like uh -huh. a, a, a tween, mm -hmm. and uh, every single per person that I had a figure of is dead. I mean, yeah. it's really weird. Yeah, like, it's like it, like you know, I know a lot of people throw that steroid thing out out there, but like it really seems like it has to be right. Like it seems like way well, too many of these guys are dead for it to be not. It's related the, somehow. It's the combination of steroids and that they were essentially famous in the 80s. Yeah. So they also had, like, all of that cocaine. Right. Like, that... But, which, by the way, what blew my mind is when the Macho Man died, like, three years ago. Uh -huh. I read all these articles about it, and, like, they were like, yeah, here's all of these interviews where Macho Man was clearly coked up, and I hadn't seen them since I was a kid. I was like... Man, if I was an adult at that time, I would not let a kid watch it. Like he's clearly on cocaine. Like he's he's like seconds away from telling you about a screenplay he's working on. <laughs> That's awesome. I got it. When we're done, I got to show you uh, my Halloween costume a couple of years ago. I cannot wait. <laughs> uh, I mean, it I'll is Christmas. Too. <laughs> exactly. We're throwing <laughs> Easter. Now we'll get to Halloween. We'll get to Christmas. 
Uh, one note before, we, and again, I'll I'll post this online as well because this is almost the most mind blowing thing of the Warrior Christmas issue. Uh, apparently, I think this was like at the beginning of the issue. There was like like little notes you were supposed to know before you like get into the real thing, and it is the most difficult like difficult to read thing ever not as in because of how it was written and i'm only saying that because you can't read it because the colors that they use to put the text on top of what it's placed on look at this you cannot (laughs) read anything wait that's in (laughs) that's in the issue and again this is bad for the listener but i'll post these online and uh yeah it's 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 black and white, <laughs> yeah. but it's a it's a it's a it's an actual drawing, black uh-huh. and white drawing, and then the font <laughs> the font is, is like the lightest it's, orange. It's like it's just it's, an off white. It's basically. like yeah, it's basically like a peach. <laughs> yeah, and peach is even strong. Yeah. like because you got to clash it with this white yeah. in the background. Yeah, it's, and like, it's like you can barely see it. Yeah, if you cut peach with water. <laughs> 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 That's, he's the most insane person to ever walk this earth. There are serial killers. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Again, at Fleece Nami Pod on Twitter, I'll post those, and you will, you, it will damage your eyes. And I'm sorry, you will need glasses. Oh my god, <laughs> I can't. I, all I can make out is happy holidays, and then it says from, <laughs> and then I'm done. Yeah. No, it's crazy. And I, I and from the people that have actually then decoded it, like, it's still, it's like, like you, it doesn't make any sense anyways. Like so. he's the Zodiac. <laughs> <laughs> it's written in cryptograms. <laughs> uh, but then, kind of combining all of this together, then, I found out about something the other night that I also did not know existed. Uh, in 1996, sorry, 95. No, it does say 96. Sorry. Uh, there is a movie, which was apparently the screen debut of Mila Kunis. And it's a Christmas movie. And the star of the movie is Hulk Hogan. Santa with muscles. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Have you seen it? I think I've seen Santa. I'm not. I literally found out about it like two days ago. I, I need to again. Someone wants to buy it for me. Send it my way. Please. You should see that. And then Goldberg from WCW. Uh-huh. Bill Goldberg is the star of another Christmas movie called Santa's Sleigh. S-L-A-Y. Oh, yeah, and it's like a, a horror movie, Horror right? movie. Yeah. I did know that existed. I've not seen it. I mean, technically, it could have also been called Santa with Muscles. <laughs> Hulk Hogan <laughs> is in, honestly, one of my favorite movies, which is Suburban Commando. I've actually never seen it. It's Again, it was kind of like, a, a, it was a little past when I would have wanted to see it. Super cool. Like, he is... <laughs> Really, you stand by those words? I I don't even know if you could describe it without using the word super and cool. It's not for, like it's not for someone with an extensive vocabulary. But Hulk Hogan plays an alien that's being chased down by space bounty hunters. Isn't Christopher Lloyd in it? Christopher Lloyd's in it. He lives with a family, but he has all these weapons. And the Undertaker is one of the space oh, that's bounty right. hunters. I did do that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, Dicey's super cool. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I didn't. I didn't know about this, and it's uh, yeah, like I said, it's it uh, it looks real bad. Uh, I really need to see it in its entirety, and I feel like we maybe need to just devote an entire episode to this movie because uh, from just the poster alone is pretty great. And he, he never wore sleeves. <laughs> like, I think I have the poster in my head. He's wearing a Santa hat that's, like, covering kind of... This right here? Yep. And we'll there it is. Too. No sleeves. <laughs> yeah. No sleeves and the jacket's open to reveal he's not even wearing a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Well, because the, uh, the description uh, on Wikipedia, the, the plot summary says, Blake, played by Hulk Hogan, is a self-made millionaire who sells propecia who, <laughs> who sells propecia against his workers. What? Well, I don't even understand what that means. Ultimate Warrior wrote this description. <laughs> what is seriously though? It's a self-made millionaire who sells propecia against his workers and whilst on the way to a cage match one day. What? Oh, is this supposed to be red almost like it's like the night before Christmas? I, I don't think so, because just whilst on his way to a cage match, by the way. <laughs> but then it's just followed by, okay, let's see where this goes. Chased by the police, he drives recklessly in his car to a shopping mall and hides out inside, changing into a Santa Claus costume. Wait, wait he's a, all right, so he's a self-made millionaire. <laughs> Who sells Propecia against his workers. What is what does that, that mean? We need uh, some, that's very ESL. Yeah, we need some uh, editing on Wikipedia, I think, for this. So uh, then it says he slides down a garbage chute to escape the police and bangs his head and gets amnesia. Mistaken by Lenny, played by Don Stark, of course. I think he's going to think that he <laughs> might be really Santa. <laughs> Yeah, Blake begins to think he is Santa. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, evil scientist Ebner Frost, played by Ed Begley Jr. Oh, that's it. I said Ed real weird. I said Abe. Abe. (laughs) Who, by Uh, the way, looks like a nerdy Hulk Hogan. (laughs) Like, like you could theoretically do a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde with Hulk Hogan and Ed Begley Jr. (laughs) He totally does. Yeah, no, it's weird. There's... It's a Hulk Hogan movie, but then, like, Ed Begley Jr.'s in it. Mila Kunis is in it. Uh, and I also – Clint Howard, of course, is in oh. it as well. I, I feel like any movie – like, I, I feel like any movie that doesn't have Hulk Hogan, they don't even bring up Clint Howard. <laughs> but every Hulk Hogan movie was like, I could get Clint Howard. <laughs> yeah, so I, I really uh, – you think – so you think you have seen this? I – yeah, I – I think I've seen every Hulk Hogan movie. <laughs> I, uh, I were you it? also a Thunder in Paradise? Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> I actually hated Thunder in Paradise because that's why he left WWF was to, <laughs> to film show. Thunder. But in then Par- he ended up being in WCW shortly after, right? Because they filmed in Florida. Yeah. And I used to think every <laughs> TV show filmed in Florida. It turns out I was so wrong. <laughs> All they wanted Thunder in Paradise, <laughs> which. On that, I actually thought about that recently, that it's, it's kind of weird that there's a Universal Studios in Florida. Yeah. Because I think that's where they filmed that, right? Yeah, I think maybe uh, they did Clarissa Explains It All and Double Dare <laughs> there. 
Oh, really? Yeah, because I didn't know that. Because Double Dare, they were like pull families out of yeah, walking yeah. around. But then that's it. It's, they're not really studios. <laughs> right. It's Universal Theme Park. <laughs> and then the Clarissa explains it all set. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what. Yeah, no, I never thought about that till recently. After living here for a while and be like, oh, yeah, why is there Universal in Florida? That's weird. Yeah, especially. And why is the one in Florida so much better than the one in L.A.? Is it, I've actually never been to the Florida one. Uh, well, just from they have the Simpsons <laughs> Land and Harry Potter World, and they have roller coasters. Yeah, I know all that. I've never been, but I know they have Simpsons Land, Harry right. Potter World. I didn't know there was a Simpsons Land. I knew there was the Harry Potter. The Harry Potter thing is coming here. I know that's cool. I yeah. want the Simpsons Land. There's yeah, a Moe's Tavern. That. Yeah, and like you get flaming Moe's there. That's pretty sweet. It's super cool. And uh, it looks like Springfield, and they have, like, Simpsons rides more so than just the one Simpsons ride. Yeah. And then they have roller coasters that do, like, flips and stuff. But the L.A. one, it sucks. Everything's a three – like, you're it's... in a room, and then there's a 3D screen <laughs> in front of you. I will say, like, I, I have fun when I go there, but it, it's – if you go on a day that's not busy, like you can do that whole park in like a couple of hours. Like yeah. there's not much there. There's like seven rides. Yeah, <laughs> like that's uh, that. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. And you're, you're just not exaggerating. Like, like most of the rides, uh, two of the rides are escalators, <laughs> like long <laughs> right. escalators. Yeah, that one escalator to get down to where Jurassic Park is. And I love so, it's great. It's great. It's one. It's my favorite water ride <laughs> by far. Yeah, it's great. But then everything <laughs> else, the mummy. I mean, I guess that's kind of cool because you it's, go yeah, it's backwards. Actually, it's, yeah, it's better than I expected it to be. Yeah. I think I had a I, – I do – I really uh, was upset by the Transformers th- uh, 4D ride. Oh, you didn't like it? Well, I, I Actually, I had low expectations, and I actually thought it was great. I think it's cool, but at the same time, <laughs> I took off my glasses because I'm no fun to be around. <laughs> and I'm like, I just want to see how sausage is made, and then I'm always upset. <laughs> <laughs> and when you take now, off your glasses, you're like, uh, I'm just in a room. Yeah, no, well, that that was the thing was I thought, <laughs> yeah, you totally ruined that ride because <laughs> when I was on it, I kept my glasses on, and I remember thinking, like, I literally can't tell what's the screen and what's in the room right now. Yeah. Oh, I could. <laughs> <laughs> I, that That's, by the way, becoming a recurring theme to me is me ruining fun. Because uh, I watch a Long Island Medium all weekend. And then I was like, all right, I'm just going to Google to see if this is fake. Uh, because, like, I knew it was. Yeah. And I found a website, uh, longislandmediumfake.com. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it just goes off on the show, tearing it apart about how she's a charlatan. Uh, which I thought that was like a word a ghost would use. <laughs> I don't know. What does that actually mean? I don't know that I know what that actually means. I think it's somebody who uh, poses as like someone who poses as being like mystical or magical for okay. profit or gain. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's posing. It's fake. Yeah. It's a charlatan. You're, old, you're a liar. It's an, it's an old timey way of saying you're a liar. So she is a charlatan. But then... So your house is haunted. (laughs) (laughs) Continue. That didn't happen. I don't know what you're talking about. That was scary. (laughs) Uh, Running a professional show here. (laughs) What did happen to cause that? I have a... uh, One of my... 
I have a, a cable that I should probably replace, and if it just gets nudged the wrong way, that happens. Okay, so it was not a ghost. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I read the whole thing, and I'm like, all right, this lady's so fake. The Long Island medium, she's the fakest person in the whole world. Then I'm like, all right, I'll go on the FAQ. And then the FAQ is more like, yeah, she's fake. She's a big phony. All of her friends said she's just doing this to rip people off. And then the last question was, why should you not trust a Long Island medium fan? And then the guy who ran the website was like, you know, because all Long Island medium fans are part of the Illuminati. <laughs> and now I'm like, wait a second, is she real? <laughs> like this guy just had 35 pages explaining why she's fake. And I believed every word. And then he said he's taking down the Illuminati. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's good. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I know Christina, my girlfriend. Uh, I know she likes to watch that show. I have not really watched it. I have. I just. I don't know. I can't. Yeah, my fiance watches it all the time, uh-huh. and it's always on. And then I, I'll pay attention, and it's it's the weirdest, and it's very staged. But at the yeah. same time, now I, I after this Illuminati reveal, I'm like, she. I think she talks to spirits. <laughs> Because I, I would rather believe in that than uh, the Illuminati. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Uh, one other thing that uh, we like to do here, from time to time, I am constantly on the search for uh, terrible Christmas songs. And uh, I a few were brought to my attention recently. So I figured we'd uh, take a second to listen to those, and there's a terrible theme song to go along with this. So here we go. All right. So, recent guest, Almy Rose, uh, informed me of this song. I was totally unaware of it. Apparently it's from uh, 1973. I won't even say the title. Let's just take a listen. Hey, you want to hear something fabulous tonight? Great you vocals. Know what I found you last night? Just when Mama turned out the light. Who's singing? I went. Uh, this is Akeem and Teddy Van. Apparently, Teddy Van was a. Uh, Big producer in the 70s. Well, big may be a strong word. And Akeem, apparently his daughter. Santa Claus was a black man. Apparently this was their... The the description says this was their uh, take on I Saw... Mommy kissing Santa Claus. Yeah, I'd say it definitely has the Mama, same intention. <laughs> so yeah, we we don't really need to spend any more time with that. It was oh, how has Kid Bop, Kids Bop not done that song? <laughs> there are some uh, some Kids Bop Christmas songs that I did uh, make a note of recently. I haven't played them on the show yet, but by the way, I also have a high tolerance for. Uh, bad Christmas songs. Oh, I do too. 
like, mean, hence having this show. But. Like I have, I have defended with honor. Uh, wonderful christmas time that, that's a very popular topic on this show is yeah. it of course yeah. it is yeah because it's a polarizing song <laughs> it, it's a polarizing song with me yeah like i i i can't totally decide how because part of me despises it and part of me when i hear it i'm like it makes me kind of happy it it Honestly, I think everyone's real problem with it is the the ding dong part. <laughs> I think that Fair enough. I think that's what everyone gets annoyed about. What's yeah. your favorite Christmas song before we hear some more terrible ones? Um it, it I always feel like I should have a better for especially for doing this stupid show, but uh one that always comes to mind if uh for the towards the top is uh Father Christmas by the Kings. Uh, Kings. Oh, it's a great yeah. song. Yeah. I my I have I have a two for I tied I have a tied for first. I think it says a lot about who I am. I love Last Christmas by Wham. I I have no qualms with that. That's uh, and which I, I, I has also come up on here before that when uh, kind of like doing research in quotes uh, that comes up on a lot of worst christmas songs of all time lists really yeah and i don't understand that that makes no sense to no. me because a lot of bands have also covered it to uh-huh. great success like yeah. jimmy world has yeah. a great cover uh-huh. of it. uh and then my other one and this i think has appeared on a lot of words christmas song lists, but i love do they know it's christmas i again don't really have an issue with it yeah, yeah. it's a, i think it's a great song <laughs> yeah. i i think they're both happier than the like war is over which really bums me out like, right. or a happy xmas war is over that yeah, song yeah. oh yeah they really john and paul really uh yeah. contrasted each other with yeah, those. You, you realize who was the uh the guy who really <laughs> liked the pop music yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, I did. I didn't really. Uh, I had a, a few standbys. I didn't. I didn't uh, want to get into too many uh, terrible songs. But we actually had a, a listener send this one in. Uh, and shit, I should double check. But I, I believe, I believe it was uh, Brad. Brad, is that your name, Brad? Are you listening? Let me double check here real quick because this is great for the listeners. Yeah, Brad. Uh, Parella, Parella, Parella? Is that how I'm mis- I don't yeah, know. Brad let's Parella. Say, yeah, let's say that's your name. He uh, informed me of this, uh, everyone's favorite. The Juggalos are freaking out right now. That's all I'm going to say. Wait, is this ICP? Yes, it is. There's a couple different ICP Christmas songs. It wouldn't but this surprise was the, the superior one in my listening. It would not surprise me if they had an entire Christmas <laughs> <Yeah>. album. <laughs> they love money. <laughs> yes, they do. That's the name of the song, by the way. By the way, this song is infinitely better than the last. <laughs> I don't disagree. <laughs> You get the idea. It would have been so great if it, there, the next line was just Santa's sleigh. How does it work? <laughs> I don't like. 
I am truly baffled by them. Like, did they have to have a sense of humor? They, right? Have you seen uh, ICP Theater? No. It is a show on Fuse, and it is incredible. It's awesome. It's just Beavis and Butthead with them. They were like the one part of Beavis and Butthead instead of having the story. Uh-huh. They just watch music videos and comment on them. And I had no idea this existed. Greg the Hammer Valentine plays their silent. <laughs> oh, I've seen the picture of them putting makeup on him. Have it, you seen that yeah. photo? Because the photo's great. It is the funniest show. They... <laughs> They have to know what they're doing. Oh, they, yeah. I feel like there's no way they don't. Like, you can't be that weird and stupid they, <laughs> without being a genius at the same time. They Their whole thing is, like, whenever it's, like, a Ricky Martin or an Enrique Iglesias, they'll talk about how, like, they find this video to be gay. <laughs> but then they're talking about how perfect that guy's ass is. <laughs> And it's so funny. <laughs> it's basically like watching, like your friend's uncles <laughs> watch things. Yeah, because they're they're probably kind of old by now too. They've oh, been around for a while. A while. Have point. you ever seen them without makeup? Yeah. Oh no, I had I uh, I years ago dated a girl that lived in Detroit, and one of her friends showed me. A signed eight by ten that he had of the inner city posse, which was them before they became the insane clown posse, and it was just two guys without makeup, and it's just this eight by ten that they signed. I I wish the listeners could have seen my. I was actually <laughs> like my mouth was agape. Like one that insane clown posse wasn't what they started with. <laughs> Like they they changed their name as an imp- they tried they thought it was an improvement. <laughs> the inner city posse works. <laughs> like as long as we keep those ICP, like, yeah. Yeah, that's all we care about. We have nothing but these <laughs> hockey jerseys, dude. We uh again back in my 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 touring days, I like I would speak about it like it was so long ago, but uh. There were times when we would be on tour and happen to be somewhere that they were playing the same night. And when they were playing a nearby venue, they would literally have at least one semi truck that was apparently full of just merch. Oh, merch. And then they had to like drive in Fago. To every city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because only Michigan has it. Yeah. (laughs) And they use about, like, 40 tons of it every show. (laughs) Well, yeah, well, uh, I don't, actually, I don't know if I, you know, fuck it, who cares? Uh, my, I'll even say this. Someone I know, uh, used to work somewhere that, uh, it was a, a music website that no longer exists, and they, uh, once ICP came in and they were going to do a performance and they would always film these performances and put them online. And, but this thing just happened at an office. They, they had a stage and everything, but like it was still just their offices and, uh, they were going to play. And then they found out that they weren't going to allow them to spray Fago. (laughs) So they weren't, they didn't play. 
Yeah, it's a major part of their music. <laughs> you have to get people all sticky <coughs> to then, like, when everyone's sticky, they're like, well, this being sticky is way worse than what's going on up there. <laughs> like, it's the perfect trick. <laughs> it's an illusion. Because, like, if you make people uncomfortable, then they're, like, way, uh, well, anything's better than this. <laughs> it's say cloud posse. Yeah, it's just I I will forever be baffled that they're and still huge, still huge. They found their they have like that perfect niche audience where as long as the same one hundred thousand people are always gonna buy everything they do, so they might as well just release a bunch of stuff. <laughs> and that's all. That's the world these people are in. <coughs> yeah, I mean, you know what? It's it's infuriating, but at the same time. Hey, good for them, I guess. I one of my favorite <laughs> YouTube videos is Hannibal Burris at uh, the Gathering of the Juggalos. It's I've like, not seen that. It's just I think it's three minutes long, and it's just him walking around the Gathering of the Juggalos <laughs> and doing stand up for about fifteen seconds. <laughs> I need to look this up immediately because I I'm a big fan. Oh, it's I, yeah. I'm surprised I haven't seen that. I think he's done the Gathering of the Juggalos like three times. <laughs> really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh well sean thank you so much for coming by oh thank you for having me and uh i think it's i think it's time for you to leave yeah well yeah it's christmas i have a family <laughs> well it's easter it's let's, easter I, let's be honest it is easter <laughs> all right enough with the lie you gotta you gotta go hide the eggs i do my kids it's true you gotta think about the kids <laughs> i gotta think about my kids <laughs> all right well thanks so much for coming by thank you good to see me. you and yeah. thanks for uh talking uh ultimate warrior oh yeah that was fun <laughs> All right, Sean O'Connor. That was fun. Uh, big thanks to Sean for coming by. It's late at night. I'm sorry if I sound out of it. But uh, yeah, it was a great hangout with Sean. Uh, you can follow Sean on Twitter at Sean O'Cons. That's S-E-A-N-O-C-O-N-N-Z Throws you for a loop with that Z uh, Also his uh, website is uh, SeanO'ConnorComedy.com uh, he, he, he also got a podcast called Boogie Wookie <laughs> Wow, let me start that over he also got a podcast called The Boogie Woogie Google Boys. Uh, check that out. Um, I have a podcast called Felice Nummy Pod. You're listening to it right now, you sons of bitches. Uh, I have a Twitter account, at Tony Thaxton. The show's got a Twitter account, at Felice Nummy Pod. I say this shit every week. Um, follow the show, subscribe to the show, leave us a review on iTunes. Please, I'm begging you. A couple of you did it. But again, I know how many of you listen to this, and I know how many reviews we have, so let's pick up the slack. Um, again, uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, again, I know there were a couple of uh, technical glitches with this episode, uh, but I hope you still enjoyed it. This was uh, one of my favorites so far. So thanks for bearing with us, and, uh, uh, I, you know, Easter. Easter Bunny was supposed to Skype in, maybe, and it just didn't happen. And, uh, 
you know, as I'm uh, throwing this all together, I realized uh, the announcer wasn't there up top. But you know what? We'll deal with it. I'll do my best impression. So, anyways, thanks for listening. I've been Tony Thaxton. That's been Rigby. And as always, we wish you a Merry Christmas.